Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Coastal Midweek Podcast. Um, Just a little heads up today. We got a lot of background noise because they're like ripping out our cafe and there's like all things construction happening. So if you hear a jackhammer or... A scream? <laughs> I don't know. Something, something's happening <laughs> in the background. But today I actually have Susie with me. She gave an incredible message this weekend, just out of a season of life that she's been in herself and some of the things that God has been teaching her. And I just have to say, I'm really proud of her because, you know, getting to walk alongside of her in life and watching her walk through the different seasons with such a faithfulness And even when it gets hard and even when she wants to give up and even in those moments of discouragement and disappointment or not feeling like enough, like she's pressed in and moved forward. And I know that this weekend there was a lot of people that got something out of that message that needed encouragement. So Susie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Um, One of the questions I just wanted to start off with is I know at the beginning of your message, you said that this message kind of came out of a, a really deeply personal, you know, kind of season that you've been in and just how you've been navigating through it. And I think a lot of people can relate. So maybe you can share a little bit about, you know, why this message, why, what, what was going on in your life and how did you learn yeah. through that? Sure. Let's, let's just let's dive just, into, you know, you know, me. My, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. Real deep questions yeah, right off the front go. gate. I love it. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I kind of touched on it a little bit, but just in the season of transition of becoming a parent, I feel like has been so That's much tough in new. itself. <laughs> yeah, it's tough in <laughs> itself. Go from like my own time, mm-hmm. I could do whatever I want to this small thing controls your as life. As I want, oh my gosh, to give. <laughs> what would I give to have that sleep again? I know. I always. That's why, like, when you're not a parent and somebody's about to have a baby, you're always like get as much sleep as you can. And I don't think anybody no. really realizes. No, I had no idea. I was like, oh, people, they don't know what they're talking yeah. about. I'm like, okay. oh, that's, that'll get, that, that in and of itself took me out. Um, yeah. But yeah, so in this season of just so much newness, there's been just a lot of, man, feeling like I'm a failure at a lot of different things. You know, mm. you have so many new labels you already had, you know, uh, you, you got to be a Christian, right? So you yep. got to do your Christian duties. You, you are a wife. And so you got to have your wife duties and then you have your job. And so you're a youth pastor and you're carrying a lot of people's, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, you're walking with people. So you're, yeah. you're, you're laughing with them, but you're also crying with them and you're mm-hmm. walking through a lot of different, you know, heavy things in life. And then you throw a kid on top of it. And now you're like, Oh, I gotta be a parent. Wow. <laughs> I gotta be a mom. I, I gotta figure out what this looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and through that process just felt like, man, I just, really feel like I'm failing in a lot of these areas Mm. and felt like I couldn't come out on top in any of them. Um, and so through that, I just started to, you know, you know, I didn't, I was trying to even figure out here's, here's where kind of this message came from was because in that, you know, trying to be a good Christian, trying to figure out this whole parenting thing, not sleeping. I was having a really hard time of trying to figure out when I'm going to fit in my te- my devos. Like when yeah. am I spending in the time with God? Yeah. And I still am struggling to this day to kind of find out like a, a really good rhythm. And, yeah. and, you know, beforehand, I think it was so- It's under construction. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's just like our background <laughs> noise. Um, and I, I felt like I, 
you know, before this, I had a really good rhythm. I mean, I could, I almost had like a full hour with God every Mm -hmm. day where I was like note, like researching and underlining and writing notes in my Bible. And it was just so rich and so good. And so here entering into this new season where things look different and I don't have that same time allotment every single day or, or Mm -hmm. not, I'm not guaranteed it every day because Maverick might wake up early or he might be sick or something might change. I don't have a lot of that freedom anymore to be able to just kind of dwell. And I haven't been able to, how to figure out, figure out how to get that back yet. Um, I'm working on it. We're getting back there slowly, but surely little by little. (laughs) Um, But in that, without really that time and really just being able to dive into God's word and and spend that time with him like I used to, I started to compare to where I was. Mm. So I was like, man, I used to be such a good Christian. I used to be such a good youth pastor. You used to be such so good at these things. And now that I'm in this season of newness and transition and things might not look how they did, I almost felt like a failure to who I was. Mm. And so in that season of of feeling like a failure, sometimes you give up. Um, And I I feel like sometimes I did give up in some areas because I would just kind of peel back. And I'm like, man, if I can't have that full hour of my devos, then I'm not going to do it at all. And, right. you know, I think we kind of talked about this the last podcast I was on just trying to do little by little. Cause that mm-hmm. was the season that I was in then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm just going to, even if I can read a line in the Bible, I'm right. going to do it today. It's something. It's yeah. something. Yeah. Um, but for so long, I kind of, I, I started to just pull back and I'm like, you know what, when he starts to sleep through the night and when I have a full hour in the morning, then I'll go back to my devos. Mm. And so with that separation from God, um, you know, a lot of times when we neglect our devos, when we're neglecting mm-hmm. time with him, he does get quiet because you're not spending time in his word. And so in that season, I really just felt like, man, God's just quiet. And, and I, I, I know this might be part of why, but, um, even when I would read God's word, I, I think I mentioned it over the weekend, it just felt like mere words. And so even when I would read, it was like, the Bible just feels like words and it doesn't feel alive like it used to and all of these different things. But I do know that in the discipline of that is when God shows up and and shows off. And so um, that's kind of where this Mm -hmm. message kind of came from. Maybe the root of where Mm -hmm. this message came from Mm -hmm. was just kind of looking at my life and being like, man, you know, this season has been really, really tough. And I had somebody say like, I I feel, you know, say to me, like, I think there's a lot of people that can relate to the season that you're in. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to share this season that I'm in, you know? Um, but then God just birthed this message out of this season. And that's why I kind of put that on the disclaimer on the front end of like, man, this is going to be a tough one for me to get through. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. might not be for you guys. It might just be for me. Um, but it was, it really came out of just this time in life where I've just been really struggling in every aspect of life to feel like I'm accomplishing anything or that I'm good at anything. And, Mm -hmm. um, just been kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was it, I, the, one of the reasons I was so proud of you is because I knew all of that stuff was going mm-hmm. on and yet you, it's like you, you did it anyway. It was like one of the dips in the pool, Yeah, you know, yeah. or the dip in the Jordan river. It's, mm-hmm. it was like an obedience yeah. somewhat, you know, in, yeah. in a season where you don't feel it or you don't Man, want to. I was like praying the week before I was like, mm-hmm. let me get sick so that I cannot do this. And like, then you're texting me the night of, Oh, Maverick's not feeling good. I'm like, I'm not giving Susie any kind of way out of this. <laughs> I am not letting her quit. Uh, that's why when I said that about okay, you guys, I'll pray like, he feels better. <laughs> that's oh. why I said, you guys don't let people quit. Listen, you might not have quit and you, but you don't let us quit either, which I'm so grateful for, obviously on the back end. Cause now I know, you know, on the back end of things, I know why I'm supposed to be obedient and supposed yes. to do these things. But when you are facing stuff that you do not want to do because you don't, you don't feel God. Like you don't, you don't even, you don't even feel like yourself. You yeah. don't feel like you can do it. You just feel 
gosh, you feel like everything is up against you. Um, and I know that we've said this before, but like, that's when you're supposed to press into the tension and press into some of the the things that are hard, but that can be so difficult sometimes. And truth be told, if I didn't have people around me, kind of like Naaman going back to his story, his servants were the ones that told him, Hey, go back, just go listen to the dude. What do yeah. you have to lose? Yeah. Right. By just doing it and just yep. trying. I feel like that a lot of times where if I didn't have people around me that were pushing me, I probably wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not one. I know that there's people that thrive in like when they're not good at something. Um, if I know I'm not gonna be good at something, a lot of times I quit before I even try. Yeah. And um, I can get like that. And so even when it was leading up to this, like just kind of feeling like, man, everything is against me right now, you know, and then Maverick gets sick, sick, sick on top of all of mm-hmm. that. And that's just like, I feel like it was just like the enemy's last chance. It was like, you know what? I'm going to take this one thing that I know you care about and I'm going to make him sick so that maybe you'll try to back out of this because of what was on the other side, which I had so many people, you know, thankfully, thank you guys just for walking up and just encouraging and just saying, Mm -hmm. Hey man, this, you know, thank you so much for speaking this message. This is exactly how I feel right now. This is where I'm at. And your message was so encouraging. It's just so real. And, and, um, I even, they told me that the hub afterwards was just filled with people getting prayer for things. Mm -hmm. And like, to me, that is the biggest, win ever because you just took a step towards your healing. You just walked in and you let some people that you may or may not even know pray over you and like let their faith just Mm -hmm. carry you through Mm -hmm. um, a time where you might be feeling like I, I was. Um, that for me was a huge win. And so I always, you can, hindsight is always beautiful, Mm -hmm. right? You can look back and be like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that was worth it. But right before it, it doesn't feel worth it. It's like, no, I feel like you know, you can almost talk yourself out of it in those moments too, because you're like, man, if I'm feeling so much tension, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. Maybe I shouldn't be speaking. That's what I was going to say. I think so many people that I talk to and people that are listening can probably relate to this because I feel like it's a common theme that comes up with conversations, you know, that I have with a lot of people is, you know, I, I just, I don't love this or I don't Mm -hmm. feel like, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is hard. Shouldn't it be easy if it's like, if it's natural, if it's like, shouldn't it feel, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, Mm -hmm. because there, so many times it's about that process, right? We don't know why Naaman had to dip himself in the Jordan seven times, but like there was a process of removing his pride or, you know, going through something that led to the miracle. Because I think a lot of times with God, the process is actually the point. Yeah. And we don't grow when things are easy. Mm -hmm. Like I have never experienced growth in my life necessarily when it's just been like, oh, calm, cool. Everything's great. The greatest growth that I experience is when I'm up against opposition or a challenge or, you know, something difficult Mm -hmm. that I need to press through because God wants to develop something in me. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes to why so, you know, one of the things you talked about, I think in your in your message was this, this thing about like having this Mm self-awareness and you and I were talking before the podcast about so much of self-awareness involves sometimes people in our life. And I I mean, I, I, I say that because so many times in those conversations where we're in your own mind, you're, you're getting your feelings, right. And you get like, man, this is hard. This is difficult. It can't be God. And it shouldn't be, you know, and then we need other people to step in and go, Oh no, 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 honey. Like we, (laughs) we need to push through. You are called to this. This is what God wants. He wants to restore this. He wants to heal you of this. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important Mm -hmm. to have people in your life that way. And I know I think you have to, like, I don't know anybody that could do something 
super great, right? Alone. Like you need people around you because when you do feel like quitting, mm-hmm. even I always think, I always go back to Moses, like at that moment where he had to, or Aaron held his arms yes. up. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, there was victory taking place while his hands were lifted. But the moment that he got tired, if he would have dropped down, yes. the battle wouldn't have been won, you know, but that's a message. People, Your next message, Susie, <laughs> where it'll be about Moses. <laughs> um, but you know, he had friends around him to hold his arms up. And I think that all of us truly, you know, I, I think it gets redundant sometimes when we say we do life together and we have these values and we push connect groups and we push community and we push all this stuff. And people are like, why do you keep pushing? Yeah. Yeah. Stop pushing community. We get it's in your name. But like the truth is, is that I I don't know that we can stay true to who God's called us to be number one. um, And then what he's called us to do number two, without people around us that are going to help us get through our feelings and get through Mm -hmm. those tough times. Because what do they always say? They're like, um, the enemy, if the enemy, if you don't feel resistance, like if you don't feel like the enemy is even fighting against you, you're probably not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are moving and you are doing things for the kingdom, you are going to have opposition. Yeah. You are going to have things that are coming after you left and right. And you do have a target on your back because you are moving and shaking mm-hmm. and, and, and God's getting the glory and his name is being spread. And, and obviously we have an enemy that works against us that doesn't want that to happen. And so if you have some tension, but you need people around you to get you through that tension. Yeah. Well, and you said it in your message, you need godly counsel. Yes. Like you need people around you that are a little bit further along that can kind of push you forward. And you and I have had a great relationship in this yeah. and you've challenged me in spaces of my life and I've had the opportunity to challenge you. And so I just want to camp out for a second because I yeah. know sometimes people have that question of like, how do, how do I seek out a mentor or how, how do I, you know, what does pursuing that actually look like? Yeah. And I think that's something that maybe we could talk about for, for just a couple minutes and mentors, you know, honestly, they're just, I think they're people that are a little further down the road maybe, or that model lifestyle that you would want, that you want to learn from. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so maybe you can kind of speak to that a little bit. How do you, you know, what does it look like to pursue a mentorship or someone I actually like got this question on Saturday night, which I was like, wow, that's a great question. And mm-hmm. thank you for asking that. So, um, you know, I think first and foremost, you, you got to figure out like there's different types of mentors. So you have business mentors, sure. you have personal mentors, you have godly mentors, obviously mm-hmm. that are going to walk you along in your, in your life. And so first of all, you have to figure out what are you looking for? Yes. Um, but then in that, so I'll just kind of take you through my journey. Um, which I think I touched on it a little bit, but I just started to look around. So maybe what looking around for you, like I joined connect groups. Mm -hmm. I got to know some of the women that were in our church. Um, Obviously I think it's very valuable to have a woman with a woman and a male with a male um, when it comes to a lot of these things, just because you want to find somebody that you can open up with about a lot of the ugly in your life Mm -hmm. um, and somebody that you can trust. And so I really just started to watch women and just watch like, Hey, you know, who were some of the people that I saw leading different things and taking care of other women? How did they pray? Um, How did they speak? You know, just kind of watching their lives. Where were their, their relationships with their husbands at? You know, I actually was single at the time, but you were married and I was like, Oh, but one day I want to be married Mm -hmm. and I want a healthy marriage and I want these things. And so if that's where I want to be, then I want you to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be in my same season right. of life. Right. I don't want you to be single, broke, and whatever. <laughs> and like, I need you to be married with a career and like a fi- financially. Yeah. Steady. So you kind of have to know where you want to go yes. or what you want to do and look for people that, mm-hmm. okay. That look for people that align with where you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times we get advice from people that are not 
anybody that we want to be like, but mm-hmm. they're just somebody that maybe we've known for a long time, or maybe other people go to them for advice or they're, they have a lot of Instagram followers and you're like, they have to be great. And I'm like, oh, but they're probably not. Um, but yes, yeah, so you have to figure out who it is mm-hmm. that you want to be, what do you, where you want to be in life and then find somebody that's there. Also find somebody that's continually growing. So mm-hmm. something that I've loved about you is like, I've never outgrown you. Um, mm-hmm. You've always pushed yourself and you always push yourself in leadership and in your marriage and in your finances mm-hmm. and in, in your church life and in your personal life. And I've watched you constantly challenge yourself Mm -hmm. to the point where I feel like I'm always chasing after you. You're Mm -hmm. always a couple steps ahead Mm -hmm. of me. You're always kind of in front of where I'm trying Mm -hmm. to get to. And I like that about you because I I feel like I can't catch up to you, which is good for me in a mentor type state because I feel like you're always leading. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's always just this this space that I can learn from you and all of these Mm -hmm. different things. And so I think that that's very valuable in a mentor as well is like finding somebody who's leading themselves well, mm-hmm. um, because if they're not leading themselves well and they're not challenging themselves at yep. a certain point, you might outgrow them. You might kind of get mm-hmm. to this space where you're just like, oh, we're in the same season now. And when well, I think there's know. a certain level, like when, when you get to that point where you've, you know, you found that mentor that you're like, okay, I want to pursue this person. Mm-hmm. There's, there's got to be some, like this teachability, this vulnerability, oh, yeah. like it's scary to mm-hmm. go, I'm not there and I want to figure, because because we, mm-hmm. a lot of times in life, like we want to put on, I want you to see me as good. Like my, if I have a mentor, I want them to see me as like, oh, you're doing great. You're successful. And so it's so hard in those moments to have this teachable mindset and this vulnerability of like, hey, I'm just, I'm coming in. I'm going to be real and I'm going to be honest because I want to grow, not because I want to look good, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that, that goes back to trust. Yeah. Now, that was something that I mentioned is like, if you don't trust somebody, because even though I trust you, yeah, it is still very yes. hard for me to walk into those meetings and be like, Hey, here's my crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here's mm-hmm. what I'm struggling with. Um, and if I didn't trust you, that would be impossible. Yeah. Um, people that we don't trust. Those are the people that we do put on facades for, because it's like, I can't trust you with this stuff. And so mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know what you're going to do with this information or whatever. If you don't know their motives or their mm-hmm. ill intentions. Like if you can't trust their integrity or their character, like you're not going to get very far because yeah. you're only going to bring what you trust them with. Yeah. Um, and that took time. I will say that like, don't expect to kind of walk into our mentorship and be like, Oh, I trust this person with my entire life right off the bat. Like I've been talking to you now for six years. Yeah. Um, it's super awkward at first. Oh, it was really awkward. Yeah. And, and I even remember there was stuff that I like sugar coated to you on the front end. I remember, uh, well, we won't get into all that, but I'm sure people would love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. There, was, there was a relationship that I was in that I sugarcoated to Shayla yeah. um, to make it sound really, really good. But I would only tell her all the great things. And then eventually when stuff um, broke and it was not as great as we thought it was, uh, <laughs> then I was honest with her and shared all the details. And she goes, okay, so if I would have known all of this, I would have told you that this was a bad thing and that this looked bad and all of these different things. But in that moment, I was only ready to share the good. Mm -hmm. I was only ready to share what I wanted to share and to share the positive sides of these things. And so I wasn't ready to tell her all of the, uh, all the truth. Yeah. Um, and, And it really took time and it took me again, you know, just trusting in her character and trusting in her integrity to know like, man, this woman actually does want 
the best for my life. Mm -hmm. She's not here just to waste my time or like she actually cares about me and she wants me to grow and be in some of these spaces. And so as I started to see a lot of those different things, I started to trust who she was and then it got a lot more honest. And so then from there on, I was like, you know what? Hey, I messed up this relationship pretty bad. Um, And it was, Mm -hmm. it was probably not a good choice. And so moving forward, I'm going to be very honest with you about anybody that I'm talking to. They're good, bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. And it turned out a lot better Mm -hmm. because I ended up in a very healthy marriage. Yes. Yes. I think one of the things maybe from, from the mentor side Mm -hmm. is I think if you're pursuing somebody as your mentor or somebody that you want to learn from, whether Mm -hmm. you want to use the word mentor or whatever, like, you know, whatever, somebody that you want to grow from, or you want to help you move forward in life. I think one of the things at least on my side that I value a lot is somebody that comes prepared, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that's gone. I've thought through the things that I want to know or that I want to learn. And so I'm coming prepared with like questions, like how would you handle something like this? Or how can I grow in this space of my life? And, yeah. you know, I think that's always a really powerful thing. And then we've, I think we've talked about this before is that you have to pursue that person. Mm-hmm. Like you can't expect, you know, like you're wanting to grow. So uh-huh. you need to make the effort to grow. Yep. So it's like you as pursuing the mentor, you need to go, Hey, can we meet on this date at this mm-hmm. time? Or like, mm-hmm. you're the one pursuing those opportunities, not waiting for that person to go, Hey, how are you doing in this space? Mm-hmm. And how are you doing in this space? Mm-hmm. Like you're pursuing your growth yep. and committed to your own growth. And I think that's so, sometimes when people are like, Oh, I had a mentor once, but it didn't work out. And I'm like, why? It's like, well, they didn't text me every day. I'm like, well, they're not going to. Like, that's yeah. Not- well, people use that as an accountability partner too, and I look at the same thing. If you ask yep. me to be your accountability partner, then y- you are accountable. accountable to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not checking in all the time on you. You're letting me know. Yep. And I'm going, you know, hey, this was good or bad, or yes. let me help you walk through this. Yes. yes. Yeah. It is a lot about pursuing, and I remember those early stages of like before we kind of we have a rhythm now when yeah. we meet and stuff yeah. like that, but. Um, before it was like, Hey, are you available at these times? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and even when I was, I mentioned there was three women that I was trying to figure out, mm-hmm. like who, who sp- speaks my language, who's kind of clear and concise yeah. and is going to tell me straightforward and not let me beat around the bush and not let me one over them mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And who's going to, you know, encourage me with godly wisdom and all these different things. I pursued all three of those women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was driving to their homes. Like I was in their houses yeah. and I was sitting at their dinner tables. Yeah. I was experiencing their life and I was in their, in their connect groups because I wanted Mm -hmm. to see what are they Mm -hmm. like in a connect group setting. And so uh, there were a lot of things that I did in those moments to really lay the foundation for where we are now. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in, in this space. So, well, and I think in life, you know, the, the growth is an intentional decision. And so Mm -hmm. it's like something that we constantly pursue. And I think going back to, you know, your message is just like, the things that we want in life, the miracle that we want, the healing that we want, the growth that we want, the marriage that we want, the, you know, job that we want is always on the other side of that, that pursuit. Like he had to go seven times and dip himself in the Jordan for us. It means, you know, it's like, I'm going to continue to pursue this person or think about the journey that he had to take. Yeah. He had to take a long journey even to get to the prophet. Yes. And didn't even go to the prophet right away because he was like, oh, this guy's not worthy. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy's not worthy of my attention. Um, eventually lands on Elisha, but I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. I was like, (laughs) it was only this weekend. I've already forgotten. (laughs) I do that Um, all the time, but yeah. So it's, you think about the journey that he went on, there was a lot of pursuit, Mm -hmm. even not even knowing what he, he wanted healing, but um, didn't realize what it was. Well, and in that, in just like you talked about this weekend, you know, he went for one thing, but God really wanted to, Mm -hmm. to heal a deeper issue. And I think that's, that's, that's the same thing for so many of us, you know, like there is no harm in pursuing the healing or the miracle or the job or the person or the, you know, but in, in the process, God's going to do a lot more in your life mm-hmm. that needs to be done, but you have to make that, yeah. make that pursuit. And so, yeah. and you gotta be okay with like, I think about the brokenness that he had to have experienced, mm-hmm. like how humiliating for this like valiant warrior, right. Mm-hmm. To be dipping himself in a dirty water. Mm-hmm. That was where the commoners bathed. So like, I know that that's kind of, it doesn't culturally match up with us or where we're mm-hmm. at, but like back then that would have been such a big deal. And that would have been humiliating. Like, why, what is this guy? Like think about everybody watching him. Like, what does this guy think he's doing? Like mm-hmm. getting in and out of the water. And it was probably, it looked funny and it was humbling and mm-hmm. God was breaking down so many different things. And something that I, I talked with somebody about recently was like how beautiful brokenness is. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times we think brokenness is this ugly thing that we don't want to be broken. We don't like to cry. We don't like to do mm-hmm. any of these things, but that's where God's like healing, healing power is at work. It's almost like, you know, that the imagery of the mosaic yep. when they talk about it, it's yep. like, you'll have this beautiful picture and then they, they break all the glass, right. And it becomes all these little pieces and then they glue it back together, which we talk about all the time with God's healing power. He's like gluing things back mm-hmm. together and it makes this beautiful mosaic picture. Yep. And that's what I think about our lives all the time. It's just mm-hmm. this bunch of broken pieces that God's just mending back together. Yep. Um, yep. You know, and our sin nature naturally breaks things like we, yep. we've been broken over time and broken hearted, broken mm-hmm. financially, broken, mm-hmm. you know, there's broken everywhere. Yeah. Um, but God just takes all those pieces and blends them together and just builds this beautiful picture that people get to look at that is an example to others who are looking from the outside in of how they can be healed and how they can yeah. be, um, you know, how they can chase after God and what God can do in their life. Yeah. Well, I think as we, as we close out today, you know, I want to, I want to challenge you guys to what, it, what is that healing? What is that miracle? What is that thing that, you know, you want to see happen in your life and what are the steps that you're taking to get to that place? Who are you pursuing? What, you know, are you spending time in your relationship with God? Like what are those seven dips in the Jordan that you're taking? What is the effort Mm -hmm. that you're making in order to be on the other side of this thing? Because I, I think a lot of times, again, we're going back to, you know, we're looking for this miracle, but there's so much more God wants to do in the process, but we have to start the process. So what is the process that you need to start and take that first dip today. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Susie, thank you so much for coming, for sharing, for, you know, being vulnerable in those own spaces of your life and for not giving up. Yeah. Our stories are always for somebody else, right? That's right. That's what I've learned. Yep. Well, I hope you guys have an amazing week and we will hang out with you this weekend and then we'll see you back on the podcast next week. Have an awesome week. Have fun.